to us with all level of sensitivity and gravity. I pray, God, that let your word be ministered to us with all level of profoundness and in simplicity of words. Speak to us not in parable, but God, speak to us in plain language that we may be able to assimilate your voice. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Because I just want to trust God and believe God for today. And I just want to thank God so much for everybody here. You want to look at the face of your neighbor and say, congratulations. God bless you. I love you so much. For me, seeing you here is a great delight. Let's go to the book of John chapter 12. The book of John chapter 12. Praise the Lord. Give me John chapter 12. Verse number 24. And I want to take it a bit slowly because I am afraid of what I'm sharing. I'm afraid because... The more I share, the Lord share with me, I share with you, the more I begin to understand that most of us have got it wrong. And because we have got it wrong, if we don't get it, if it is not corrected, oh, I love this. <laughs> when you do something wrong, the only way you can get it or treated is when you do correction. So I believe today God is going to correct some things in our lives. Amen. Those of us who think that we can come to church and that qualifies us to be Christians, you were partially told the truth. In John chapter 12, verse 24, when I saw this text, I've been bleeding. It bleeds me. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. It bleeds me. It said, Most assuredly, I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and die it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain amen before i continue i just want to put your hands together for minister george and the wife oh dear praise god we we honor your ministry and we thank god for you Ah, wife, give us a wave. Wonderful. Amen. We love you so much. Wow. It's the same. Nancy, get up for him one more time. We love you so much. Amen. We love you. Now, in John chapter 12, verse 24, it said, I assure you, And most solemnly, I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and die, it remains alone but one grain, never never more. But if it die, it produces much grain and yields what? A harvest. Now, if you are a seed, I've already spoken about it. I I want you to go and listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Repeatedly and consistently and regularly. Listen to it and eat it. Because this will make you. I spoke to you about the capacity. When the seed falls into the ground and dies, it is not dying for, for fun. It is dying because it might build, 
it must build what we call the three C's. The competency, the capacity, and the character. Then I told you that one must be able to endure. Anybody who has anything beautiful in this atmosphere, somebody has endured something. And I told you that endurance is something you must do. The Bible said that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Anything that is beautiful, it comes with endurance. Praise the Lord. I told you that one of the things that prepared one to endure without any, any gradual, any grudging heart or any way. That is why I love David when he was able to come to the place of knowledge. Epignosis. When he came to the place of knowledge, the Bible said that he waited patiently unto the Lord. If you, understand, if you know something and you understand it, I spoke about knowledge and I spoke about understanding. These three, two things will qualify you to wait in the train station, knowing that I know the train station and I understand the time it will come. It doesn't matter who is coming across. It doesn't matter who is telling me to move away. I know and I understand that this is the platform I have to be on. The reason why most of you are fluctuating and you are wavering is because of your lack of knowledge and understanding. I saw a Christian and I saw his God. And I was told that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can think or even imagine. Then I went back to the same God. His ableness is so outstanding, but he said to me in the strictest, he is not able to be productive in the place of lack of knowledge. He said, for lack of knowledge, I am able to do so much with my people, but my people perish for lack of knowledge. He said, it's not because I didn't give it to them, it's because they have rejected knowledge. God, If God is your father, the word father means source. So anybody on this planet, if you have God as your source, he will not deny you. He's not a wicked God. He will not deny you from knowledge. It is you who rebel against it. I pray today you will not rebel knowledge. Hallelujah. So I spoke about knowledge. I spoke about understanding. But today, before I move on, I just want to, when I was studying this, more enlightenment came about knowledge and, and understanding. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. The Bible, look at this. Oh my heart. It, it, it pains me when I read it. It said, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the world. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given unto us everything we need for life and godliness through the war. Through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Grace, there is a level of proportionate increase when you begin to receive knowledge against grace. The abundance of the grace of God available to an individual is subjected to the extensity of your knowledge. So the knowledge you have is that which multiply the multiplicity of the grace of God and the peace of God is subjected upon knowledge. 
The reason why you are fearful, you are so scared, is because of your lack of knowledge. Knowledge is the platform for which God is able to maximize and optimize his strength. When you walk in the place of knowledge, God shows forth and proves to people that he is able in your life. He said grace and peace. If you are looking for peace, it comes as a result of what? Of knowledge. The Bible, I am so loaded here. Can I finish this? The Bible says that Jesus was walking with the disciples, sitting in the storm, sitting in the boat with them. And the storm came. And the Bible said Jesus was not just sitting down, he was sleeping. Hey, do you know the level of peace that will cause you to sleep? You can be in the boat, but for you to sleep, it takes another dimension of peace to sleep. And they went to wake him up and he said, what is going on? It is not the wind and the storm that brings peace. Peace is more than physical things you see. The Bible said that when everything was surrounding the storm, everything, they were throwing off things they don't have to throw. Why? Because they lack knowledge. When Jesus woke up, he said, what is going on? He said, we are dying. He said, you people, you don't know what you are talking. You said, you are dying. He said, where is, the, where is the rice and the fried rice around? The one we prepared to. He said, we threw all into the sea. He said, ah, you don't know, you don't know what you know. Ah, you threw all the fried rice. The good husband, you threw him away. The good children, you threw him away, them away. Because you didn't know what you have. He said, peace, be still. Tell your neighbor, you have to understand this. The Bible said in Genesis, the earth was without form and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Bible said that God came and said, let there be light and there was light. So the source of light is not in light, it was in darkness. You don't need to have light to get light. The Bible said in your, in your light, we see light. There is, a multiple, there, there, there is a dimension of grace that God revealed to one. And you walk and you know who is in you. If you lack knowledge, that is why you cry every time. The Bible says, he that is in me is more than he that is in the world. If you know this, you walk with some level of insanity. You don't know this. Do, do you know this? Do, if you understand, oh my God, if you have knowledge of this, and you're big, you are in the wilderness feeding flocks and feeding them, and people are laughing at you, you understand the dimensions of God according to the word of God in Habakkuk. He said, though the vision may tarry, I understand that I must wait for it and it will manifest. He said, though my beginning may be small, yet my latter shall be greater. You must know this. You must know this. You must know this. That when people rise up against you, you must come to the place of David and say, thousand will fall on my left, ten thousand on my right. My eyes, I will look at them. Why? I understand. I know and I understand it. There, a Christian will go through storm. A Christian. 
The Bible said that David killed both the lions and the bears. After he finished, he said, The same way I dealt with them, I will deal with you, Goliath. What have you got in the wilderness? Praise the Lord. I don't want to talk about phones. If you are here and you have been showing things on WhatsApp, stop. You tell people what you are eating, what you are drinking, what you are doing. In the olden days, when they get your photo, you are in trouble. Now you give it to them free. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you have to know. You have to understand. Look, when I go like this, in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. God said, listen, because of what I want to do in your life, guys. You can't do without this thing I'm talking about. He said, the shepherd, he said, then I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Watch here. Who will lead you with what? Knowledge. And what? Understand. The reason why I said it, we heard about the priests and the people in the Catholic Church and all those ones. The people that were given to them, they abused them. Why? They don't, they don't understand it. They didn't understand where they stand. Amen. So if God bless you with a pastor, a shepherd, he said, they will lead you after my own word, heart. The heart over there talks about the embodiment of God. It refers to the God operates by knowledge and understanding. He is the God who is called the God of our mission. He's all knowing. So he's trying to tell you that if you, you don't understand it, you have to know to understand you can't understand what you don't know. Praise the Lord. He said, I will give you a shepherd after my own heart and they will lead you with knowledge and understanding. Praise the Lord. And you don't, listen, we are doing something in the home cell and they said the extensity of, the extensity and the gravity of the success of an individual is subjected on your parents. How your parents bring you up will show how far you go. Praise the Lord. You have to learn some things. I'll show you. I'll show you. Let me know. Praise God. So God is, up. God is giving you a pastor, a shepherd who will teach you, who will walk with you with knowledge. Praise the Lord. I remember when I was about 15 years, I remember there was a prayer meeting taking place and we, we just bought some corn and we're eating it. And we were told there was a prayer meeting going to We chucked it away and we entered into the, in, into the place. Why? Because we understand what we could receive. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor you have to know. You have to understand. In 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. It said of the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the time. To know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200. And all their brethren were under their command. Because these people, they were just 200. But they understood the time. And all their brothers, their brothers and sisters and friends, everybody was under their control. Why? Because they have understanding. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you have to understand. The Bible said that a woman had an alabaster jar. And the Bible says, it is, listen, let me tell you this. It is not every time you can sow or you should sow. The farmer will tell you that it is not every time you sow a seed. 
It is wrong. You have to know the season. It's the season that determines what you do. So when it is time to rain, and sometimes you don't sow seed when you see the rain coming down. Farmers sow seed when they have expectation of the rain coming. Because if you sow seed when it is raining, your, your seed will not come forth properly. They will, they will be scattered all over the place. So you must understand the seasons. The woman who had an alabaster jar poured a perfume on the feet of Jesus and the people who were working with Jesus, walking with Jesus, didn't know and understand that she did that for the burial of Jesus. Praise the Lord. You must, and he said, don't trouble her. Most of you are troubled because you don't know and you don't understand. These people were just 200. They commanded nations. Why? They have understanding. Today we'll have understanding. If you understand that the person, brother Moses, this morning, this dawn, 5.30, he was up and praying with the gatekeepers. And he comes to stand at the door and directs you so nicely to sit at a place. And you say, no. This is not a man who have just finished eating Eba. And has walked to church to put people anyhow. He is under the influence and the dictatorship of God. Telling you where you should sit. Where the angel will locate you at that point. Then you are saying no. It's because you don't know and you don't understand it. Praise the Lord. Stay your neighbor. It is spiritual. <laughs> Amen. Are we, are we full with the knowledge and understanding? Should we go to the next one? I want to talk about the third one. You know it, but I want to expand it for you. The third one that will help you to endure is what we call the, the third thing that will empower you to endure is wisdom. Tell your neighbor wisdom. We have heard this. I want to just help, want to help ourselves here. Wisdom means the ability to make judgments based on what you have learned from experience. Or knowledge and understanding that gives you this ability. So wisdom is being sponsored by knowledge and what? Understanding. You can't walk in wisdom if you lack knowledge and understanding. You can't. It's never possible. Michael, it is not possible. You have to know, you have to understand. To be able to all to make the right judgment. I like the second definition which says that wisdom also means the quality of being a good judgment. Of being a good judge. But the one I like that makes it more for us who are not so much inclined with with the language. Is the rightful application of knowledge. The rightful application. The correct Exegesis of applying the, the precept properly. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. I, I, I introduced this briefly last week. Be with me. Wisdom is what? Is the principal thing. Wisdom is the what? Is the principal thing. Therefore, get what? Wisdom. With all you're getting, get what? Understanding. All right. 
The English Standard Bible said that wisdom is supreme. So get what? Wisdom. And whatever else you get, get what? Understanding. The word supreme means highest in rank or authority. Very great or the greatest. When you go to the law court and you are not treated fairly, the highest you can take it is the supreme court. Now he's trying to tell you that at this level, wisdom is the paramount. Is the, is the high is the apex of anything that you are able to do that will great will grant you success in life. It's a wisdom is the principle. I told you that principle when you put money in the account in your account, it is called principle. If they tell you you will get hundred percent profit and your principle is low, you will get low income or low profit. If they tell you you will get two hundred and fifty percent. And your principal is zero. You will get zero. Praise the Lord. I, I, I classify. Principal is the same as. I will classify it as the multiplier. When you multiply. When, <laughs> wisdom is the multiplier. Which means that if you have nothing. It doesn't produce anything. Praise the Lord. So he said that I want you to understand that God wants you to apply. If wisdom is the principal thing, it means that every knowledge you have received, every understanding you have, God wants you to apply it properly. Tell your neighbor, apply it properly. When you know about the Holy Spirit, you have knowledge about the Holy Spirit. God wants you to apply yourself and work with the Holy Spirit properly. In Proverbs chapter 14 verse 33, it says, Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding. But what is in the heart of the fool is made known. Now, God wants you to understand, understand something that it is understanding that triggers word wisdom. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, stop fearing. Wisdom rests in the heart of him. I told you that knowledge can be acquired. It takes a lot of strength to get knowledge. But understanding takes more time. And if you don't understand something, it means you can't apply yourself properly. I pray that today you apply yourself properly. I said you apply yourself properly. I pray that from today, you come to the place of rest. That is a place of understanding. And the place of understanding doesn't just come on a silver platter. It goes with a lot of investment of time. In Proverbs chapter 10 verse 13. It says wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. But a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Praise the Lord. You need understanding. Do you understand it? He said, do you understand? Philip said, do you understand what you are reading? Do you, do you understand it? Do you understand why your children are what they are? Do you understand why your children were given to you? Do you understand why you are even a member of this church? The church, people, most people outside the world, they have, they have knowledge of what is in the church. And they are controlling what is happening in the church. 
You a believer, you are decide, you are determining whether you will give your tithe or your free will offering from an unbeliever. Who did this to you? You married your husband and you are taking instruction from somebody who doesn't even know your husband to dictate to you what you do with your husband. You are a joker. Somebody who doesn't know your pastor. He doesn't know your pastor. And you are telling him something. And he's telling you your... You, you and your pastor. Who, who, you and your friend. Who knows your pastor? Praise the Lord. Oh, you didn't clap. You didn't clap. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 11 verse 2. It said, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility, humility comes what? Wisdom. Praise the Lord. He said, when you humble yourself, you are able to, I like it in my country, there is a proverb which says that if you know how to wash your hand, you will eat with others. Praise the Lord. You humble yourself. The Bible said that humble yourself. Hey, this, this is, some Christians are wicked though. I don't know what is wrong with them. You have to read your Bible to understand this. He said, humble yourself before the mighty Lord. So, be, so it means some people are not humbling themselves before the mighty Lord. Some people are not. That is why the Bible said it. He said, and he will lift you up at the right time. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 10. He said that pride only breeds quarrel. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. I like it when another scripture said that in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. <laughs> Do you take advice? I take advice like I'm crazy. The most difficulty, anytime you don't have enlightenment about something, it means you are walking in darkness. I promise you, if this room it doesn't matter whether you saw this place before the light went off. If there is a thick darkness in this place, even when you know where you are standing and where the door is, you will know what will happen to you when you are going out. If you like, close your eyes and begin to walk from this place out. And you will know. If you want to try it, you can try it now. That is when you even know where everything is. And most of you, that is why you have to walk with God even though you know where the Lord some of you when you became born again or even after you are walking with God God gave you revelations about yourself where he was taking you and you walk away from God and you want to get to that destination it is not possible because the same God who revealed it to you must give you the light I like but minister Emmanuel he said he, he I always confuse it the word of the Lord is a lamp unto our feet and the light onto our path. So when you walk with God, every time He is guiding you, He said, The step of the righteous is ordered by the Lord. Wisdom. Wait, look, I, I told you, when you, oh, let me put your hands together. Home cell, the number went up this Tuesday, isn't it? There were more people who came to home cell. There were more people who came. Come and learn. There are things I learned there as your pastor. There are things people share. And you wonder whether God, God, how can you give us this, this explanations and things? It's powerful. In Proverbs chapter 24 verse 14. 
He said, know also that wisdom is sweet to your soul. Hey. If you find it, there is a future hope for you. And your hope will not be cut off. So, the Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. It's on the premise of wisdom. It's on the word, the platform of wisdom. He said, when you know what to do and you do it, it's sweet. Hallelujah. If you know how to treat your wife and you treat her well, it's sweet. If you know how to treat your husband and you treat him well, it's sweet. If you know how to bring your children up and you bring them up in the fear of the Lord, it's sweet. You have to hang by the Edward. When you see his children dropping him at, at church, wow. This one, money cannot buy it, isn't it? You can't use money to buy it. When you see him walking with his own, bro- his own son, you would think they are even brothers. Praise the Lord. If you know how to do something right, sweet. It is not insipid. It's not tasteless. It's sweet. Let me say this one. If you know how to treat your pastor, it's sweet. <laughs> Mr. Okay, is it not sweet? I remember I phoned Mr. Okay sometime I was praying. He said, Don't worry, God's favor is coming upon you. At that time, a report was coming to him. Immediately he was smiling. He went for the for the report. It's sweet. You don't know. I remember there was a member of this church who was stuck at a place, dangerous place. He didn't know his, he didn't know how to escape. He phoned me, said, Pastor, I'm in trouble. I said, don't worry. You are a good son, don't worry. Immediately at this classroom, I went on my knees like this. I prayed one prayer. I said, God, if there is something you do for me this year, if it is one, let it be this one. Give it to this one. Let this one escape the hands of the lions. In a few minutes, by the time I heard, a door was made where there was no way. Ah, you don't understand this. If you know what you do and you do it, it's sweet. In James chapter 1, verse 5, it said, If any one of you lack wisdom, please, this one is a principal thing. It makes you. I want to beg you, if anybody lack it, come to me. You, God will not give you wisdom. Do you know what He gives you? He gives you knowledge and understanding, and the wisdom will follow. Praise the Lord. That if God wants to give you wisdom, he will give you shepherd after his own heart. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, walk in the sweetness of God. If you lack it, you need it. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4, it said, by wisdom a house is built. And true understanding, it is what? Established. And true knowledge, its rooms are filled with what? Real and beautiful treasures. These are the things that makes you. Don't ask people whether you should. No, I don't do, I don't do that. I don't do that. You want to ask me, when I read the scripture some time ago, 
I went for a program and a man who, a man who, Minister George may know, a man who was so poor that even before he proposed to the wife, he borrowed somebody's trousers. And after he finished proposing to the woman, the person came and said, give him my trousers back. In front of the woman, the trousers was taken from him. A man who was told that there is nothing good on him. Today, he is owning about three jets. And he is sharing with me what makes him. Listen, there was a scripture that changed my life. eh? Do you know what scripture did? The Bible said that give and it shall be given to you. That scripture changed my life. He said, the only way you will receive is by giving. You don't understand this. The Bible said, there is he that scatters, but he doesn't lack. There is he that keeps in his pocket, but poverty <laughs> knocks at their door. You have no idea. The problem is that you're looking too much for instantaneous results. You're looking for quick result. There are things you would do that after 10 years you will receive. Oh, Mephibosheth. When, they, when, that, when you got, Jonathan was showing kindness to David, Mephibosheth was not even around. But after many years, even after the death of his father, David still, listen, when you do good to people, it always speaks back to you. Praise the Lord. And I want to beg you. If there is, listen, there is a spirit called poverty. eh? That spirit doesn't want you to give. So anytime you realize that you always don't find room to give to people. It is a sign that something is holding you back. Come to check. Listen, let me share this with you. I know it's not bad. Listen. When, jo- when Jacob was going, to, when Isaac was going to bless Esau, listen to me, I'm sharing this with you. They are powerful. He said, I want you to prepare me venison that I may eat, hmm? that my soul will bless you. Listen, there is, I know we, we do 10 pounds, 20 pounds, you know, you give to people. Nice, no, 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 no. Now I have stopped doing those ones. I do them, okay. But there is a giving that you should do for somebody that will trigger their their soul. They are so excited, and in the apex of their excitement, they speak. Those things impact on lives. <laughs> do you understand? It that is what God. When God saw Solomon doing those things, He said, "Solomon, what do you want me to do for you?" Solomon, ask whatever. Praise the Lord. There is a level of something you have to do for your husband. For every nonsense somebody have told them some time ago to be raised from their mind. Tell your neighbor is sweet. Your house can be built. Don't be so you must get understanding. You must come to the place of knowledge because it will make you. I am here to preach to you this message that fruitfulness doesn't just happen. 
He said, I assure you most assuredly, unless you come to this place of dying to the flesh, falling on the ground, and dying to receive the three C's, the competency, capacity, and character, and coming to the place of knowledge and understanding, coming to the place and walking in the precept of wisdom, God said that is when your fruitfulness will be assured. I don't know who you are right now, but anytime you go through difficulty and challenges, it is not a sign that God is not with you. It is a sign that you must know the original intent about God concerning your life, so that when you go through the storm, you will believe in the God who has called you. I don't know who you are. I don't know how far you have come, but I want you to understand that God has not called us to disappoint us. He has not called global cross-fire to put us to shame. Maybe we may not have our place of worship today but we have the promise from God. I know maybe you are lacking right now but I want to assure you if the Lord is on your side, all things will work together for your good. Tell your neighbor it will work together. I don't know. Job said, I've got the word of God with me. I have the knowledge and have the understanding. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. I don't know who you are. In the book of Psalm 23, verse number 4 to 6, he said, yet though I go through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod and thy south, they comfort me, rod and shout. It refers to knowledge and understanding. I am here to tell you, God will bring you out. God will deliver you. God will beautify you. If you understand it, it will anoint your head with oil. Your cup will run over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall be on your portion. I don't know how you have come, but I want you to believe God. He will bless you in this generation. In Psalm 9 verse 1 to 16 is a he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. In him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snail of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with the shadows and under his wind shall trust. His trust shall be the shame than that paddler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror that comes by day or the arrows that comes by night. I am here to tell somebody God is a trustworthy God. He said, is there anything too hard for me? He said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Precious one, he is a sure God. He is a reliable God. He is authenticated God. He is a verified God. Tell your neighbor he will do it for you. Oh, I don't know, but I will be fruitful. I will be fruitful. My children will be fruitful. I am no more going to just pronounce things. I will study. I will show. It's a study to show thyself approve. A workman needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. I am here to tell you, your fruitfulness will come because you did something about it. It is time to rise. It is time to bear fruit. Every barrenness in your life is about to give way for the fruitfulness of God in the mighty name of Jesus put your hands together for Jesus 
I want to beg somebody stand on your feet. Stand on your feet, somebody. Listen. You can't sit and put your two hands under your th- in your thighs and expect God to do something for you. The Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's a he that cometh to him must believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligence will seek him. Our diligence is on the premise of knowledge and understanding. You want to pray and say, Father, give me the attribute, the characteristics that facilitate one to receive knowledge, that empowers one to receive understanding. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray to God. I want to walk in the place of knowledge. Make me, oh God, let me make time for myself. I want to make time to study your word. Father, surround me in an atmosphere. Oh, make a pay Come on, begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray. Amen. You will be fruitful. You will be fruitful. Anything antagonizing with your fruitfulness. I pray today, may God open your womb. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said, He took the bread and broke it. The Bible said, He thanked God. The Bible said, He took the wine and He blessed it. As you eat the bread and as you drink this one, may you receive strength in your body. Amen. May you receive spiritual endowment to begin to confront what you couldn't confront Amen. before. To begin to deal with what you couldn't deal with before. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the hand of the Lord come upon this as it's been distributed. Keep on praying and we will dine together. God bless you. I want you to be praying whilst you are bringing the wine around and the bread. I want everybody here. May the strength of God, if the bread was broken and thanks was given to God, because there was a provision, I pray over the life of everyone under the sound of my voice that God will always provide for us. As we eat this bread, our lips shall be filled and we will declare of constant thanks to him. We will be grateful. We will gratify him. Thank you, Father, for this bread. Let it give us strength where our body is weak, strengthen us. In the sickness in our body, heal it. In the name of Jesus. Every blood flow disorder, it is healed in the name of Jesus. Somebody, you are not in your monopause stage. I see a delay in your flow. God is going to make it flow in the name of Jesus. Every complication is dissolved right now in the name of Jesus. You may have the bread. I pray over the wine. The Bible says he, he blessed it. May the blessing of the Lord be made manifested in your life. May you increase in height, in length and breadth.
in the name of Jesus. As the Spirit of God symbolizes within the fabric of this wine, I pray that may we not die spiritually. As this touch of our body, may we be awakened, awakened from the sleep of death in the name of Jesus. May we be awakened, may our eyes open, may understanding spring over our heart in the name of Jesus. We'll call it done. Amen. You can have the wine. I want you to put your right hand on your chest. You will be fruitful in the sea. In this time of challenge in the economy and surrounded our surroundings, may the anointing of God that is able to provide light in Goshen when there was darkness in Egypt. I pray that may God give us light. May God cause us to be victorious in the name of Jesus. As I'm praying right now, a man has just remembered another guy right now who he's going to enter into business with you. God is favoring you right now in the name of Jesus. There is a door that was shut to somebody. It is open right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for what you have done in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we share the grace?